Hey everybody, uh, you are listening to, or you're about to listen to, a 10 minute preview of an exclusive episode for our Patreon supporters, not just any Patreon supporters, our real ones supporters, aka people who support us on Patreon for $5 a month or more. If you want to hear the full episode, hey, hit our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. support us for $5 a month, and you'll get the full episode. And, you know, if you support us at the lower tier at $1 a month or whatnot, hey, you'll get the first episode as we are making that uh, available to all of our Patreon supporters if you want to hear the first link and build. But for right now, hear the first 10 minutes of this episode right about now. Welcome back to the Indians podcast. Uh, today is a very long anticipated episode. It is the sequel to Lincoln Build, Lincoln Build 2, Spod Infinity. I am your host, Rose, and uh, with me today, I have two other friends who were here previously on Lincoln Build. It's Lily and Max. Uh, hello. Hello. That was such a pleasant opening. I was really yeah, waiting I, for that I, to get just, interrupted like, was... by like a fucking, like our normal music or a Three Days Grace clip or something. I was like, there's no way this just plays out, but like... Thank goodness it did, because Max and I are both in tender spots now <laughs> after the gauntlet we subjected ourselves to last night when we recorded the heavy bass distributors episode. I, I, I think if I'd played anything other than a normal clip, I would have been incapacitated for the rest of the episode. I'm like already just a mess. I feel like we escaped our fuse state and that kind of just gave us a little cradling in this yep. episode. Uh, the demons have been excised. Um, and now we get to talk about Big Thief, um, which we is sure very do. exciting. Um, sure. Obviously, um, Lincoln Build 1 um, was a Gabriel playlist I created when I was too drunk at Pitchfork Festival at 4 p.m. Um, and now we're here. Uh, LP5 is out, and it was really good, and now we get to talk about it. That's super exciting. Woo! Yeah. Tw- 20 <laughs> songs. 20 songs. Really just a remarkable thing to get to talk about i did discover something new with this album recently uh where if you say it uh, it's abbreviation in a certain way it sounds like downton abbey uh, here <laughs> let me go dunim ibi um, <laughs> um and so i've been saying it like that for the last three days and i can't really get it out of my head dunim ibi. not gonna get out of mine now dunim oh wow ibi. what a discovery <laughs> dunim ibi yeah we, we we convened on that episode many months ago um so max so, how know. was dune dune was right. great yeah that's the first thing we got to follow yeah, up let's, on let's get <laughs> the, the cliffhanger of that episode all the patrons were uh waiting on pins and needles it was really good you sure know was. got some loud ass sound just rocking my chair 
Oh, I didn't get to talk about songs much. I don't know if I really had a lot to say about songs. I don't this really... episode is going to be talking a lot more about Big Thief, though, than uh, Adrian Lanker's solo stuff, which is kind of exciting. Um, I think there is some untouched ground that we still have to go into. Yes, um, so I don't much. know about how much about their previous um, discography we'll get into, but of course, um, a lot of it does help set precedent. Um, for yeah, the new album, both in how they um, build on their previous sounds and um, kind of venture into new territories and break into things that we've never really heard from them before. Yeah, and to that point, like there was also a lot of ground that we didn't realize was untouched uh, when we recorded that episode because this album invents like three different new kinds of Big Thief song that we did not see coming. Yeah, like I. Back around the time we were recording the episode, I was like, oh, it's going to be like their new adventures in hi-fi, which is just like a record that kind of spans all the sounds they've ever done. And like, you know, like that's what my imagination was was of this album was a record that kind of, you know, gives you everything that you've heard in Big Thief before. But this like takes so many unprecedented directions that it's hard to really like call it that now. It's very... (laughs) It splits the difference. It's like half greatest hits of all the stuff that has come before. And then there's a lot of just like entirely new sort of like sound realms that they are broaching into in certain sections of this album. I'm trying to remember what of the singles when we recorded the last episode were out for this. Like we had little things uh, in Sparrow. Well, let me check. Uh, it's podcast link and build. I believe we recorded in November. November 28th was when it came out. So, so it came out, but we recorded it on the opening yeah. night of Dune, which was definitely like late so, October. Pitchfork. Oh, that'll, get, that'll, that'll, that'll give me because they have like news posts for everything. I think most of the single, the last two singles batches might not have been out yet. I don't, the Sims Swarm wasn't out for sure. It was anything think. before the new year, basically, I think. We had, no, no, no. We had up to, wow. Okay. This is, I'm glad we looked no into this. No Spot Infinity, Simulation Swarm, and those were the ones that weren't out. And yes. Time Escaping. So all we had was Little Things, Sparrow, Certainty, Wait, and Time Change. Time Escaping wasn't out? No, because no, we recorded that. that episode like a month before it came out. So Time Escaping came out in the interim. All we had when we recorded that episode in mid to late October was, yeah, Little Things, Sparrow, Certainty, and Change, which, like, feels laughable now as far as what our overall impression of the album must have been at that point. (laughs) I feel like No Reason, at least, like, No Reason is the only one that didn't really have, or wait, No Reason wasn't even out. Damn. No. No Reason was one of the last releases. Yeah, so, like, all, all the stuff at that point was just, like, stuff that felt like at least some precedent in the catalog, I'd argue. Yeah, totally. Like, Little Things was probably the most adventurous one, but, like, you know, even that still had precedent in the form of, like, Not and Jenny. (laughs) So we didn't hear, like, Time Escaping, which is just, like, the first one. Just, like, oh. Yeah, and Time Escaping was the first single that gave us any sense of, like, wait, wait, hold on. Like, what do they... They're doing this? Mm -hmm. They're they're doing things like this? Is this going to be a part of the album? And now, even more hilariously, like, in the context of the entire album, Time Escaping reads as one of like the less sonically adventurous tracks. <laughs> Whereas at the time it felt like there was nothing like this. It's just that, you know, it was the first tier of unprecedented Big Thief song on this album. Yeah. Um, I, I played the, I played Certainty uh, so much in the fall and I played, I didn't play Little Things that much, um, but uh, Time Escaping and Spud Infinity um, no reason. When all those songs came out, I, I wore the hell out of them. Yeah. Um, 
And yep. normally after albums release after a certain amount of time, like the singles blend in to the rest of the album and you kind of, you don't necessarily forget, but like you, you start to view them as a cohesive thing and it still hasn't happened for me. I still, especially since the singles in this album are all stacked at the front. Um, it definitely feels like um, when I play this album, it's, Oh, I'm listening to the singles right now. And then uh, the title tracks in there and it's like, Ooh, and then you get through little, you get through little things and then heavy Ben just kind of hits you. Um, the strings and like the little uh, Kelly Leone's like little choral um, flourish in there is um, a great way to kind of like kick your brain into a different gear. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's the point, as I said, when we were like doing our first listen, like that was the point where I started like fully soy facing of like, holy crap, like capital W, what are they doing? And from that point on, like each track that did not, well, only no reason in simulation swarm on the second disc had been released. And so it was just this like constant barrage of left hooks of like, what could possibly come next? Cause this album just kind of blows the door open on the fact that Big Thief can, I guess, just do whatever the hell they feel like doing now and get away with it. Uh, Like if there was any accusation prior to this that they had like a lane or a set template, it's like, no, no, no. Like if they gravitate towards a sound, they have the sufficient songwriting chops and instrumental chops to like absolutely nail that sound. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll get into it later, but like the audacity of like a run like Heavy Bin, Flower Blood, Blurred View, and Red Moon is just like, oh my god, this yeah. band could just do anything. Yeah, and that's what's really wild about this album is I think like even as diehards heading into this album, we all thought we had more or less like a set idea of what Big Thief could do and like what it meant for a Big Thief album to be a Big Thief album, and then there are long stretches of this album that just completely blow that up in your face. 